0: I think it's important. He was talking about how, how we got all these billionaires in this hip hop space, but they don't own a label together. Like they should have a megalithic label. You understand me? All these young boys want to sign to them. They can get all of their paperwork right, all of their contract right. You understand me? Because if we don't own it, then there's no power, there's no rulership. The individual class um, of one person's accomplishments only mean that they can do so much. But the participation and joining families together allow us to have an abundance of power to where we can own the world. There was a time today where black people had to go pick this cotton, right? Black people was picking cotton. Yeah, I don't know why my Airbnb got cotton in it, but it does. Okay, Black people had to pick this cotton and we got so good at it. Now, brother created a cotton gin so we can be more effective. So we ain't have to go, you know what I mean, cut our hands in a brazen sun. Um, But what we didn't realize is that we were masters of the uh, production side of the cotton industry We knew everything about cotton because we were forced to be slaves Now we could have took over the cotton industry Given that we would have we have the workforce after coming out of slavery of course You understand me and we could became masters But end up happening of course a lot of times we don't want to be slaves So we run so far away not realizing that we can take over the slave ship and utilize that as a trade route Let me keep that cotton close to remind you, to remind y'all of what our ancestors went through with this cotton right here. You know what I'm talking about? Um yeah, whole cotton branch in here at this Airbnb. But listen though, the beautiful part about that is we keep trying to run away and we keep degrading these masters. But that goes into the slave morality. And I know y'all heard me talk about this. The slave morality says that anything that the master do, they find immoral. So they don't want to do anything connected to the master because they feel like they will be immoral. And anything connected to the slave characteristics they find moral, you understand me? And in, in, in higher decency. So they continue to perpetuate the slave way. So if the slave master is the owner of industry, if the slave master is the owner of creating the language, the culture, the religion, you understand me? They don't want to do those things because they feel like, oh, that's some immoral shit. That's the same way we look at when we say, oh, the LGBT or the Jews have their agenda. And it's like, wait a minute. Look at that. You complaining about something, but you should be wanting to put yourself in that position. You understand me? So you can become a master. It's not the point of just not being a slave. Those are the given rights. We ain't supposed to be slave anyway. That's not an accomplishment. That's a correction back to our nature as free men. Now becoming a master, that's where we have to work at. That's where we have progress, upward mobility, and move forward. So we took it back to the family structure. And uh, that's the reason I broke down the family and how Jesus was key, right? So when we look at the family structure, And, um, we look at the amendments that protect constitutional rights connected to family structures, right? So, um, thank you. I forgot to put this up there. Um, let me put this up there before I go forward, make sure I put up Oakland, um, pop up at dope era. We might do it tomorrow. We might do it Sunday, but I mean, we're going to do it tomorrow. Anyway, y'all can just pull up from four to six. I got to make a little flyer from four to six. Uh, Uh-uh. Tap in. Tomorrow, all right, cool. All right, that's good. So as family structure, we look at this to say that under the 14th Amendment, a corporation had the ability to be able to form and they can have the same rights as a person. Um, same rights that you have, corporations have, but they have limited liability. They can't send a corporation to jail, right? Um, that's why a lot of these corporate heads that y'all be wondering, how come they're get not getting arrested because they have a corporation that represents them. So you're not arresting the employees or the corporation for the acts of the corporation itself. Now, when you think about that, it also goes to say if y'all had the same rights, that mean under the Constitution that all the rights of a corporation are covered under the constitutional law. So the First Amendment gives us the freedom of speech which also says that money is a form of freedom of speech. So you can utilize your money to talk for you and sway you so that you can protect your own rights. Now, if you're a corporation and you're a CEO of that corporation and you wanna utilize your freedom of speech to gain uh, power within governance, you understand me, to where you can sway um, uh, elections, you understand me, and do lobbying to make sure that you're protecting your best interest as a company. You're using your money to speak for You have the freedom of speech so you can use your money to talk to these politicians. So that's how they was able to gain power in American structure and all of the corporate power started to increase. Now, we get down to this simple point. Um, the corporate power starts to increase. You understand that the United States of America is a corporation and the citizens of the United States of America are, on, are under ownership of that corporation. Right. So boom. So corporations talk to corporations, organization, only fear organization and only respect organization. So where do we go to the family structure? The breaking of the family homes was um, done on purpose because families will start corporations. Right. You got the Bilderberg Group. You got the Rothschilds. You understand me. You got the Rockefellers. They have corporations. These corporations gain industry. And in this industry, they gain capital. They utilize their capital to speak for them so that they can continue to gain more power and more leverage um, in the local and global economy. You understand me? So they influence the world. So now that they can speak, let their dollars speak for them. Imagine if we do this in a sense to where we're starting family corporations. right? So let's say if the Muhammad family, right, we get us a corporation. Now we get us a corporation. We have a product. This product is making money. We put it all into the corporation bank. Right now, not only is it falls under the laws of a corporation, better taxing. Now, when we have family dinners, that was a family uh, business meeting, right? For this corporation, so we can start writing off such things as that. Now, here's a deeper point to that. If the homies family got a corporation as well, now we can come together and have corporate merger. So imagine if every black family owned their own corporation, right? Instead of just being consumers, we're producers of a product. That family is making money, increasing the wealth of that family as well. So then you take 20, 20 families that have corporations and imagine if you marry into a family, now that's a merger of a corporation, right? So now UFX essentially want that business, of course, to be successful. Y'all married into it. My daughter is over there. Let's merge. Let's see what we can do. So now we more merging these corporations, black families across uh, America and even across the world. So now we start to have corporate power, you understand me? So now we look at, okay, we want our imports of goods to be taxed less. We want certain things to happen in America. Now, of course, that corporation has insurance on its employees, you understand me? Medical insurance and every other different thing. So now you have power. But if you destroy the family structure, then they never set up and they never get this knowledge as open source everywhere. You can just Google it on the Internet. They never look at, they never get the families together. So now y'all can't build nothing, right? So there's no exchange of uh, 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 intergenerational wealth. So when this person is rich, they die off. What family is going to inherit? So when we have a corporation set up, the corporation outlives the single entity in just as will. You understand me? Not only that, you have the ability to go take it and get these companies IPO. Right. So now the the world can have stock in these families and their corporations. You understand me? So as we look at things from a lens of a slave, we look at it from the aspect of let's complain about corporate power. You understand me? Gary V talks about somebody mentioned Gary Vee, So I'm going to mention that he talks about how his dad started off with his business and he he was able to work in that and utilize that. And his pops has money to this day and when his pops and them do a partnership deal. You understand me? I'm sure he gets to make money on it now. Very powerful, very essential, very important to the message and where we at right now. So the goal now becomes, okay, everybody start a family corporation. You understand me? It's very important because now all of the family members can become employees under that corporation. Now, listen, this is not even my bag, right? My bag is high level observation. So I'm looking at it and I connect the dots, you understand me, through the 19 keys, on how mobilizing, you know I mean? Think about industry and how we can be able to get money. Um, But now let me go back to the Africa connection. I just got off the phone with a brother um, and we was talking about, you know, when I went to Africa, I crowned Queen Diambia, right? Now, Queen Diambia has, you know, power that a lot of people don't understand. And I was invited to come to Angola um, and go out there for a celebration and a conference and speak and things of that nature. Uh, All expenses paid. Beautiful. Um, But that's not even the big thing about it. The bigger thing is the fact that we have royal family around the country, but we're not setting up power structures to be able to talk. Hold on. We're not setting up. We have royal family across the country, but we're not setting up power structures to be able to talk power industry. But if you come over there and let's say we have 10 royal families in America, every black woman. And half-black man was happy about Meghan Markle going into the royal family. This royal family got all this paper, right? And everybody's happy. Oh, black princess, blah, blah, blah. Say. It meant nothing for black America. Um, it meant nothing at all for the diaspora. It was a symbolism of a white black woman married into a evil, sycophant, devilish family. Very devilish family. You understand me? Yeah, you can get my book, link in the bio, um, Paradigm Key, Solution-Based uh, Reprogram, if somebody asked the question. So we look at this, and although people were celebrating it for the fact, and some people were mad at the fact, me, I have no judgment on the fact. It really doesn't matter at this point. You understand me? I didn't know who she was having sex with before. It didn't matter who she had sex with afterwards. Um, so I'm not going to go about that. Um, now... We look at also Donald Trump, president of this country, hated Mr. 45. He came in this country. People think he done fucked it all up. Now, when we understand that, we say, wait a minute. Donald Trump messing up the country becomes an opportunity for black entrepreneurs to get in, right? Also conscious influencers to be able to build a platform to influence their people in the right direction. Um, you can The people at the bottom stand the most opportunity when things fall down because you don't have any investment into it and you can build your own structure up. For it. Meghan Markle goes over there, messes up the royal family. Of course, the royal family already been messed up, right? But you see two acts polarizing um, conditions and we not realizing the opportunities and the beauty that lies in the rubble of a lot of this bullshit that's going on. So the fact that she went over there in the family is now in disarray. They don't want to be um, Princess and Prince Harry. You understand me? They say, no, we want to be on our Jay-Z, Beyonce. You understand me? That's important to be able to note. These, these are things of signs of time that we're supposed to be able to look at when we see white matriarchal and white patriarchal um, structures being destroyed. And we say, okay, what are the opportunities that exist? But when you're still on the nipple of your slave master and children, then of course, you really don't want their position to fall because you have a sense of dependency on them. And once you kill that sense of dependency, then therefore you start to realize the opportunity that exists in building our own ownership of slave ship. We don't want it. We don't own it. As my brother Derek Grace said. Um, so now we look at the presidency election. You have... Um, what's his name? What's the old guy? Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is running Joe Biden and Donald Trump. They all look like they got dementia. They all act like they got dementia. All those old white guys lost their fucking mind. You understand? It's a billionaire's race. They got the paper. They want to put it up. Now you look at Donald Trump and Bloomberg. Bloomberg either setting up Donald Trump to win. You understand me? Um, cause he don't look like a viable candidate because of all the shit that he got going against him. He can't even get the right. He he's apologized for being racist too much. And he don't understand that his constituency would actually like his racism. He'd be better off. I think, if, um, running as a Republican. Uh, but when you look at Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders will put black people back on the titty of the government. Um, excuse the reference. If you find that to be uh, one of them words, unfeminist or whatever it may be. Well, I don't worry about that. So now we're looking at it, and we say, "Wait a minute." The problem that's always existed is we keep looking for jobs when we can own this shit, right? If you have a government, entities, corporations, schools, right? Uh, parents, teachers, leaders all push jobs on us. The reliance of jobs becoming workers instead of thinkers and owners, you understand me? How to become better consumers instead of the producers of the consumption. So the goal becomes, not nah, fuck them jobs. Let's create our own jobs, you understand me? And let's own our businesses. Let's teach our children entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is the E in STEM education that hasn't been taught. Not only you teach them entrepreneurship, teach them entertainment, teach them tech, teach them code. You understand me? Make sure that they are tech literate. If they're going to be utilizing these machines anyway, when they're not listening to you, give them a list of items. They're talking about, do you want to be a scientist? Do you want to be an engineer? Do you want to be a policeman or a lawyer or a fireman? These were the list of options given to us as children. But you have to understand that our children find these options, and not all of them, but some of them find these options very boring, right? If you see the some of the youngest YouTube earners, or the highest grossing YouTube earners, um, a young child. And they're starting to see this across the board. Like, Mom, you can make money playing games. You know what I mean? You can make money creating content. You can make money... Being graphic designers and things of that nature. So these children don't grow up with the same thought process that we had because we were fed the bullshit for so long and our parents were fed the bullshit. You understand me? So as I teach STEM education, we got to put the E and the STEM and entrepreneurship. And like this brother here, him 500, he's teaching people about the access to credit. Now, I talk, first of all, blessings to the God. you talk about, appreciate you tapping in.
1: Yes, sir. I had
0: to. No, but it's important what you do and other entrepreneurs do, because I always talk about how the school system created opportunities um, by not teaching us certain things. that It created business models for us to be able to teach the gaps that we're missing to our people. So we have to be thankful for um, the way that the government set things up until this day. Unfortunately, it created us with g- zero generational wealth, but we are that generation that sets that up. You understand me? Mm-hmm. Um, it set us up in so many different ways, but now we can say, "Look, they didn't teach real estate. They didn't teach credit. You understand? They didn't teach entrepreneurship. Boom! Those are three big businesses that thought leaders have today, and especially during this wave of coronas, like all, the, all need all my healthpreneurs to kick it in full gear. All the conscious guy thought leaders, like, wait a minute, these are the moments you live for because they're teaching moments, and you can sway people in the right direction, gain a whole new customer base, and you can win off." Anytime there's a global issue, or pandemic, because you can create a safe space within the diaspora to say, let's rely on each other. Stop being solely relying on other entities, because if they go down, we go down. No, in fact, bro, listen, and I commend you on, on
1: everything that you do. And like you said, is that it's so many of us now that, that has has pioneered through different industries. But one of the key things that and one of the things that you didn't took over is leading our people to have to think, Right. That's one of the things is how to be analytical and how to think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Think as individuals and think about think about self and think about our culture and our community. And I think like, you know, when I sit in and I watch your videos and I tap in and I listen, <clears throat> I learn because I'm looking and I'm listening on how you think. Right? And that's the key thing is that it don't matter what industry it is when you learn how to think. Right. And that's the thing that's empowered that's the empowerment that comes from brothers like you is the fact that you teach, you know, even us entrepreneurs, other entrepreneurs around here, is that the main thing is how we think. Absolutely. And that we can articulate and speak how we want to speak and converse how we want to converse with one another. We don't got to be, you know, college educated and, and super prep. Like, listen, we are of our own community and our culture, but that don't mean that we can't think, right? And so one thing I tell people all the time is that we're Amer- we born in America, right? right? One thing that we was given is the, with me, for me, it's the finance game and the credit. We have a right to it, but where we get it confused at is how we think about how we need to use it because how they train us. Right. And when we start to do it and use it for our benefit, that's when the game changes, when we can use things for our benefit and we use the way that we need to think, right? When we start thinking for us and for self, not for, okay, how do we operate within the bank's guidelines, how they tell us publicly. But we look and go, okay, the white community been doing like this and operating for years, becoming millionaires off of stuff that
0: we just been put falling victim to. Absolutely.
1: Because of fear. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. And ignorance. <laughs> hmm and, 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 and it's like, I always say, interact with opportunity, don't react to success. You understand me that... We don't have to constantly be watching everybody else's success and then react to that. We have to be proactive and creating success and let the other world react to this. As long as I look at it like this, as long as um, they're making us mad, we losing. Until we start do things to make them mad, <laughs> we're not winning yet. We need to be working so hard and moving so forward that they complaining about us and they rallying. The white supremacists are going crazy like, God damn, they getting their shit together over there. And we paying them no mind. And We just keep building and keep building because racism is the biggest distraction in the world. You understand me? We reacting to the way that they view us when the way they view us don't matter. It's the same way you ignore any hater in a comment that has nothing going on in this life, so they want to bring you down in some way. You understand me? That's the only tool that they have to distract the mind of God. You understand me? So when we super tapped in and we are utilizing our resources to build our own economics, our educational systems, our own political systems, our own security, our own media, our own insurance, you understand me? Our own family corporations to where we can start building and merging. And we take the whole game that's been built and flip it upside down in, in our own way. So it's like, Of course, the thinking aspect is more important than everything, because if you can get a man but to think, he can do for self. You understand me? And that's the most dangerous thing about any of our people. Once you start thinking, you become the most dangerous thing on the planet. Not no WMDs, not no guns, not no knives, none of that. It's a thinking black man and woman that can do for self. That's dangerous to any operation that wants to keep you continuously dependent and slowly reliant upon them their systems and institutions, because the game is out there for us. It's not that it's even really hidden. It's just that we never look for it. And when we got it, sometimes it was us that never shared. See, this is the beautiful thing about our generation is we don't mind sharing and giving each other access. The generations before was always keeping a secret. You understand me? We was, the game is to be sold and not told in certain aspects. But it's especially to be so outside our community, but it's especially to be told within our community. And of course there has to be a reciprocation on that value so that people know how to understand the value of certain information and execute on it, because our people don't know we have a we have a false relationship with the word free. You understand me?
1: Like, okay, I'm gonna give an example like this, right? We own your life and the fact that you're pouring the people so much, right? I'm a to match value for everybody that tuned in. It's a, it's a Friday night. Y'all can be anywhere in the world. Y'all here tuned in on the live, mm-hmm. actually feeding your brain, right? Because I know this man can't talk about nothing but feeding your brain, right?
0: Right.
1: <laughs> Look, when it comes to dealing with the credit systems, a lot of you guys don't know that it's companies that back. The, one, the credit bureaus are a private company, right? A lot of people don't know TransUnion, Equifax, Experian; those are private companies. The government don't regulate, don't own those companies. So you have to know who regulates them. Right? It's a company called CFPB, which is Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. They regulate those companies. But then you have to know who feeds the big three credit bureaus the information. Mm. It's companies named LexisNexis, SageStream, Innovis, ARS, right? Y'all should write this down, right? Because gonna, I'm going to feed y'all real quick. These are the companies that feed the information to the credit bureaus. So now what happens is when you send a dispute in and you wonder why it gets, why it, it, it gets verified, right? It's because of these companies on the back end verifying the companies, right? Verifying your information, verifying your addresses. They keep track of what you put on applications when you did inqu- inquiries, right? They keep track of what you put on your CBX card, your Kroger car, your spending habits, right? These are companies behind the scenes that are verifying your information. So how do you play the game between them, right? And <laughs> some I see people just in this mentorship. Listen, yeah, you got your people tapping in. Yeah, so listen, right? I'm gonna tell y'all it's like this: is that you gotta understand is that then you look and go, okay, what's artificial, right? My pause, but you gotta look that it's artificial intelligence when it comes to these credit groups, right? So you think about it, it's a computer system when I send my dispute letter in, right? So if you send a dispute letter in and you backdated two weeks, by law they got thirty days. They ain't say by law we gotta put that as today's date, right? But by so I put if today was the 14th, I'm gonna put the first on my dispute letter. I'ma wait two weeks and send a 30-day demand to comply. So now in their computer system, it looks like it's been 30 days. Mm. But I'm not gonna wait for them to kick back and delete the items off my credit report. I'm gonna go to Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, I'm gonna go tell the government that regulates this private company and tell the government, listen, this is the first letter I sent, this is the second letter I sent I sent, and where's the results? So when that when Consumer Financial Protection Bureau goes and, and, and makes the credit bureaus pr- produce the results and they start investigating them, guess what happens? 60 to 60, anywhere from 60 to 90% of the items come off your credit report. Right. Right? This is us operating and thinking how we operate their system for our benefit. Right. Because we do make mistakes. We wasn't taught, we wasn't raised with good financial literacy. We wasn't raised and, and prepared with these tools. So when somebody like me go out and seek and find and stuff and you got other brothers who teaching you how to think like this, it's our duty to come to each other and, and spread the gospel amongst each other. So when we spread this knowledge, y'all be thankful is that you gotta be thankful for people that because he has a platform and he led me on his line and I feel obligated to share some with y'all. But this is where what y'all gotta think when we when we talk about thinking is that everybody has different aspects that they master out here in this community. So when you look at a lot of us out here that are succeeding, it's because we mastering something. Right. And that's the key is that take the jewels that we do have when it comes time to give. It's that, that's free. I just told y'all something for free. Right. That better majority of y'all situation or somebody close to you situation and it's free. Right? You know you that know
0: first of all, to... thank you for sharing those major gems on the people. And it's it's so that's what I call access, right? And smarts, because we live in in an information age where we have access to information, but information don't convert into real knowledge because only knowledge converts into wisdom. But in between the information and knowledge, you got the smarts and the smarts tell you what to do with the knowledge. So a person can know. Let me they got the information. Somebody say, yo, you need to clean up your credit. Right. You need to get your credit right. That's just information. You're informing somebody, you giving them data. Then a brother who has experience with it be like, look, this is how I cleaned up my credit. But then he might not have that master game like you have or somebody else that kicked that game. Now you give them to say, wait a minute, I can teach you how to do it. You know what I mean? In a much better way, in a much more effective way. So now you have the smarts. You understand me? You go give me access to those smarts. So therefore the access is how we generate wealth with each other is by sharing those resources. And so what we missing out in our community is giving each other real access because we're overly informed, but we don't have the smarts on how to make this shit more effective so we can be efficient in our movements. You understand me? So that's the issue that I see is like everybody got information. I don't give a fuck about your information. Where's your knowledge? Because knowledge is steeped in experience. So that man that's more experienced, he can convert that in the most intelligent way to look, I already tried it your way. That way it's good. That's like level one, that's level two. But all right, let me kick it to level 19 with the flavor for you then. You know what I'm talking about? Then he gave you that access. Now back in the day, in order to get access, it was so expensive that we can have no attainment to it. Like to get that information, you would have to go and pay somebody something that you couldn't afford. Cause obviously you already in an impoverished situation. So today the beauty of our generation is saying that look, i give you access to my my smarts at zero marginal cost or some marginal cost, but not as much as it would have cost you to where we couldn't get access at all. So now this is our transfer of wealth through smarts and through access to say that, look, I can get in rooms you can't get in. i give you access. Now I can increase your platform, but this is the way we win overall. Let's all get on the agenda. So now we have an agenda and how we want to move a bar. You play your part. I play my part. You understand me but we all give each other access so just like you said putting on a live. some people they are paid to get on somebody's live to get access to their audience you understand me or certain information knowledge people whatever it is or even zuckerberg gave black diaspora access by streaming our content hosting all our data for us <laughs> you understand me so first of all, I'm, I got gratitude for White Boy. You know what I mean? He started this platform at 19 years old. He had 19 key. He tapped in. So I say, okay, that would have cost us, I don't know how much money back in the day before the streaming platform was there to host all this data collectively, to have the ability to communicate with each other and give each other access. Now it costs at zero marginal cost, meaning that my phone bill has a fixed marginal cost I got to pay. This is zero marginal cost so I can stream at zero cost to me. You understand me? So it says, wait a minute. If it used to cost, uh, let's say if it cost $20,000 to do the amount of streaming we've done thus far with our platforms, that was unaffordable for our communities, which is why we never got to that point of rulership and power. Because those who had the access can create the the workforce, which has the rulership. So now we say, wait a minute, we got to look at this thing a whole different way. It's not the fact that we don't have access anymore it's that we're not sharing it with each other. You understand me? Because now it eliminates the cost on that access to say, wait a minute, that's what the true wealth is, is access. And now I can be, I can have an um, a exponential organic boost just by collaborating with my brothers, giving me information. Now I can go somewhere I never had access to. So now we get to boost up. And that's why I was talking about family because family creates the foundation for generational wealth. You can't have... Like, there's no generational wealth in being selfish. There's no generational wealth, but there's no transfer of wealth. You understand me? So it don't matter how great you do as an individual. If you're not setting up a family unit, you understand me? Then that wealth disappears, and that structure and that foundation you built on disappear. This is not only understanding the game or how, you know, they took in trade lines and put people history from 60 years back onto your shit. Of course they able to build that shit up. They uh-huh. they got families that they can put that shit into. Now you got a hundred goddamn years of taxes on your shit. They got ain't no bank turning Yo. you down from here to goddamn uh, listen, Wakanda. You 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 tapped in,
1: bro. Listen, you 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 just look. You 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 just said a mouthful that goes over a lot of people' head. Yeah, that we we watch and, and we watch it and we'll sit there and we look at the small part of the game and not understand the history. See, and that's how you can tell when somebody in the intellectual role, like, and I appreciate that, is because I can see that, you know, really studying and knowing your history. And that's one of the things that, like you said about trade lines and things like that in history that come down, is that when we come up and we looking at credit and we thinking that we built it up, you know, in, a com- in our black community, we got, they started hypnotizing us and poisoning us with CPNs, thinking that we was winning. Off of a, a, a new a thing, a new twist to mm-hmm. get put into a bad situation, right? Right. And not looking at that, these people, the same thing that was taken to build a CPN is what people was doing naturally and passing it down for generations. Mm-hmm. So when somebody is, you know, we didn't know to get our own credit right, right? Until they poison us and tell you, go get a brand new social security number right. Right. instead of build your own social security number. So when your kid turns 16, you can give all your history to them right that you can you can hire them at 12 years old and pay taxes so by the time they're 18 they got you know from 12 they got eight years of good credit they got eight years of tax history right, right. 18 years old when it's time to start that business it's easy for them to go get a quarter million five hundred thousand dollars right right and especially when you already got assets that you can pass down it's nothing because look if you want to own a, something like a franchise they tell you, you got to have a net worth and you got to have assets Cool, you don't got no cash, you don't mm-hmm. own anything, and you you can have you know some money. You can go pull the heights and, and, and go rob a bank and get a whole bunch of money, and you can't do nothing with it because you don't have a net worth and you don't have any physical assets, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the thing is that what we lose is because even for us to build, you can pass subways down, right? Think about this is that you need $250,000 net worth and $100,000 cash. You can get the hundred on credit, but you can't get those assets that you own outright. Right. That, that comes from somebody before you that, that spent years to accomplish, 30 years, the grandparents that spent 30 years to get them homes and, and took one home, turned it to five. And so now what happens, right? But now look at it, now we got the game to where it's like this, listen, if, if I got 10 homes, I can give my brother three on paper. Mm. So his net worth is there. Right. I can give him my credit. Add him on as my That's boss that my, access. My cards. And so now you got my card, so now you have capital, right? I can pull cash out from up here on and put it on my name. I can put $100,000 on debt on my name and put it in your bank account living. I can pass my house and my deeds to you, and now you own them in this LLC. So now guess what? Now you can go out and get a franchise that do $350,000 a year, right? And then after you get on you live in for two years, then we just pass it to another brother. Right. So now we all, now if we got three brothers that's making $350,000 off of a, a business that's already branded and marketed, and now it's just collecting cash, right? This is cash counts, put in the right location. right? 350 times three, we over a million dollars, in, in, in. now we over a million dollars in cash flow per year. Now we look at when we say we need to be our own banks and we need to be and own and own and buy up all our land, right? We in position to do it. But it's so many different jewels in so many different ways. It's just like you said. It's who's passing the smarts and willing to do that to one another and really do it and understand it how this mindset. Right. That's what changed the game, man. The big game change See, you, you,
0: now you just said it, my fool. And uh, uh, luckily, I'm recording all this, so you know we get to keep some of this in documentation. Um, sure. But. The, the, the thing about it is, like, a lot of people go listen, but our mind is so distracted. People want to hear about coronavirus. People want to hear about Donald Trump. People want to hear about uh, Oprah or vaccine or any kind of other thing that don't allow them to get any power, any real access at all. So, of course, that's why, you know, that's job security, right? So you always have a job because you can tell a person every single thing to do. But, like, you talked about habits. If your habits are not there as an executor, no matter how much information you get, you're not going to execute properly. You're going to execute based on your bad habits. So that's why we know that, for one, sharing information is not detrimental to anybody's business because you still need to come to the person with the good habits to teach you how to do it. You understand me to be like, wait a minute, bro. I can tell you everything about the credit game. You're not going to execute the same way we can teach people how to eat right, but they're not going to execute on that because your habits of that is a person with a poor diet. So I get that aspect of the game, which is why I focus so much on once you take information, uh, I would say for most people, 10 percent of information goes stick. And the information that sticks is the integrated knowledge, something that you can already connect to based on what you already know and how you can figure out to utilize that in your life in some applicable way. So some people have some knowledge in CPMs or trade lines or credit and they start thinking about, OK, how can I utilize this based on what I got going on? They couldn't take in a full picture. It's too much information to integrate. So what happens is you have to have consistency, which is what builds habits. Now, I always say in my book, it only it don't take 21 days to make it happen. It only takes one. That's the day you start and the day you don't quit. Now, that depends on your will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we can't control ourselves, so we can give ourselves an executive order, but you're not going to follow through with it, which is why most people have million-dollar ideas with no execution behind it. Because the average person on this line has had the idea, the Jeff Bezos idea of the world. It takes such a monumental amount of execution, focus, due diligence, determination, patience, willpower, control that the average person don't have. They, they don't have half of that list. So they like, wait a minute. I don't have the willpower to complete my own billion dollar genius ideas. So like I said, more job security. The soft skills that's going to be so important as we talk about artificial intelligence is talking about, for one, creativity, negotiation, critical thinking. You understand me? All of these different things cannot be automated ever because a machine can never do that. So as you teach your children how to create jobs for themselves, you instill to them those sort of skills that will be priceless forever. You understand me? Adaptability. Uh, uh, The creativity and imagination goes in utility of these these assets that exist all around us. Can't be afraid of artificial intelligence. How does the black community utilize artificial intelligence, collect data on each other, and utilize it in the right way to help each other build? Because if we talk about habits, I need that data to study your family habits. And I can tell you what y'all spending habits are bad. So look, this is where where y'all spending too much money in the red at right here. This is where we need to cut down. Now, of course, we are people that's trauma-based. So now we got to figure out, I know I can't just tell you not to do it. Let's figure out what the root of your issue and your problem is. Once we get to that, that cuts out the habit. Now we can move forward with this family. So we have to go through a family uh, data gathering therapy session to get our people right. But see, the Jews do it. We think it's so much work when we hear that. But other cultures say, if that's what we got to do, then shit, let's do that. Because look how hard our families cry out when one of us go to jail. You understand me? Yeah. One of us depressed, suicide, anxiety, stress. That's more work dealing with the symptoms of the trauma than going to the root of it and fixing the family paradigm so we can really build wealth. Like we cry and, and, and people are hurt about, you know, you see the community and say we getting taken too, too young when something happened like a pop smoke,
1: Mm-hmm. Right. But we don't go to the root of what caused this and what environment is it that is getting us taken off this off this earth so so early, right? We 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 mourn for a Nipsey hustle because we lose a leader. We lose somebody who was different and who thought and was a, and was actually active with his work, right? right? But we don't go to the root of what's causing this in our communities. That's the, and exactly what you're saying is when you start studying generations, is that you gotta go back to it's not. It's not what happened at that incident, what happened in that in that split second of a bad decision, right? It's what happened a year before that. Right. A year before right. that. A year before that. And what keeps getting passed down in the things that we are consuming, right? And that's why when I mean, like you just said, is that the habits and the things when you start analyzing bad habits and things like that with the families and the things that we consume consuming and bad financial habits, right? Most people don't know is that you can use it like you can use a damn credit card, bro, to pay your utility bills. And yeah. offer the reward points. They're going to give you rewards for paying for stuff on your credit card and they reward you back, right? But you can you can manipulate the reward system, mm-hmm. right? To where they give you free rewards and then you use those to pay for your utility bills, you use those to pay for your groceries, you use those to pay for your toiletries. So now your overhead is, is much lower. Now we got the Now we can actually start to grow because our overhead is lower, so we may have a little bit more of a cushion in the money that we make and We got a little bit more profit there, to where now we're we a little more free, right? Mm-hmm. It, it hurt when your pockets touch. You. Absolutely, right? It hurts. So when you when you when you're struggling, and you know you're trying to make your paycheck to paycheck. When you can get out of that and you can break free, like people are so happy when they get their taxes. It's the best time in the black community is tax season. Everybody is happy that you're going to see them out eating, you're going to see them out shopping, you're going to see them spending money everywhere, but imagine if you could feel like that all year round, Right. and it starts with the habits that you go, that okay, like I said, I put a thing up today, and said listen, don't use your your damn tax refund to pay off debt, use it to actually learn how to think, invest into some kind of financial literacy, and then invest into somebody that can train you on how to make money. So you can have a thought process to understand how to use your money wisely and another way of how to generate income Mm. so what happens is that now you understand okay i can invest and play with my money this way and i have another source of income that i can invest in that i created now i pay my debt back but now i have a different mindset my mindset has shifted from that poor man's mentality or else you pay your debt off the same financial habits that got you there is going to get you there through the rest of this year and come January, you're going to need to do the same thing over again and pay your tax. use your taxes to pay off debt. Absolutely. After cycle over cycle. And if we're going to change, then we have to go to the root and figure out, okay, well, clearly I don't know how to manage money, so let me take this money and invest it into myself, into the way I think, into my habits, into business, because there's so many entrepreneurs out here that's willing to help and teach people. It's that an all-time high.
0: Absolutely. I, like I said, man, our people suffer from a lack of knowledge. You understand me? We suffer from a lack of knowledge. We need help in so many areas, but we can't help our people without capital. You understand me? Um, credit is such an important tool to be able to use because, for one, the whole entire financial system runs off the interest of credit. You understand me? Like If, if they're not lending people money and they're not making money on the money, you understand me? The whole transaction-based thing falls, you understand me? That's how the banks are able to keep on rotating. So when we look at this system, it's not that they don't want us to have any. They just don't want us to be, you know, they don't want to be doing bad lending, you understand me? Because we got bad spending. So, of course, a bank will not want to loan you to nothing, uh, especially we already know we get high interest rate and predatory loan lending and things of that nature. That happens in our community set us up to fail as a community with the credit in the first place. But if we know this exists and we know that the system is not meant for us to win, then we set up our system to where it becomes colorblind to where they can't stop us regardless of how racist the institutions are set up. We navigate. If the problem exists, we're not gonna complain about the wall being there. Either you break it down or you move around it. You understand me? Now moving around it is a much easier way because if you break it down, I mean you gotta bust it down and you gotta build it back up. Now you expend a lot less energy giving yourself access, and you take that side route to be like, ah, I, I see the trap. So I explain this to children when I go speak at schools. It's like, if you see a, a a hole in the ground, you're going to look at that hole, and you're going to walk around, right? But if you're looking and you're distracted and you don't know that hole exists, you might be walking and fall in it. Now, if I come to you and I see you walking towards that hole, and I say, be like, look, bro, there's a trap ahead. Be careful with that trap. This is how they're going to get you with it. You understand me? This is going to be your pipeline to prison. This is going to be your pipeline to bad credit or whatever it may be. And it's decision route. You're going to have terrible debt. Now that I've armed you with the knowledge, it gives you the vision to be able to see the traps. You understand me? So we're not going to come protest, complain about the trap unless we have an ability to be able to seal that hole up and figure it out. Otherwise, in the short term, we say, "What? now that I got the knowledge, it gives me the ability to avoid all the traps. So, of course, we are our worst enemy. So, we take our trap mentality and make trap music and keep our people trapped in a cycle of it, perpetuating what we went through because it's an expression of our spirit and we not knowing the power of our words until you get older like Jeezy, and now he's teaching people about real estate instead of getting caught in a cocaine gang. You understand me? So, Man, you know, this
1: might, this might, this offend a lot of people when I say it, and some people that's that's on here may get offended. Some people may understand it, um, and it's no harm, What I say is that <clears throat> the crack ep- epidemic is over. Right? We're not dealing with with people more so selling drugs so heavy like we was in the eighties and nineties. We not we're not fighting that. Right? We now now we find the fact of us poisoning ourselves, sitting ourselves down the wrong down the wrong path. And when I say it is that people look at the rappers. As, as the worst right but sports is killing more of our black dreams than anything else in this world mm. it's 66,000 black college athletes right now to this day trying to go into the NFL out of 66,200 gonna make it what happened to the rest of them mm. they, they end up you know with dreams and, and, and thinking when you set your goals so high to be like an NFL player that make millions right when you don't succeed in that, and you stuck to, you, you only have to make, you know, a forty thousand dollars income. Crap. That changes. That 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 does something to your ego and pride and the mindset, right? To where then people end up unhappy, living mediocre, and now you thirty years old, trying to figure it out. Right. That's when game changes, and that's what we got to start looking at. Is that we go back and look? Sports does help in the high schools because it help keep kids focused right Right. but we gotta put something else with it right and we gotta put something else with the sports to where we start controlling the way that they think to go okay this is not your overall outlet this is just a temporary this is a stepping stone to keep you focused through high school because once you get to college you gotta go in here and learn and now you, you're stuck in a college trap and that's not sad for you to win so you think oh my son gonna go to high school he gonna go to college and play football at least he don't get a degree but the degree in college is, is not set for you to be successful financially if you go going to school to be a doctor congratulations you're going to school to be a lawyer congratulations but if you're going to college to make money then you fail because right. that's not where it, where it happens at but we using like sports and it gets they they the goal set and you're telling these kids from the time that they eight years old six years old to 18 that you can make it to the NFL that you can make it and be that person to make millions, and, and you can't. These kids got knock knees, pigeon toes. Half of them got post-traumatic stress from being at home. They're not going to make it. It's right. not reality.
0: And, and so what we have to do, essentially, is we reframe the approach of sports, right? I was watching an interview with I think Idris Sandu and another guy, and it was talking about how the way you do that is you change the mindset of how children think of sports only as a physical thing but sports is a science and a mathematical thing you understand me that if you look at the way kobe bryant dealt with sports he was a high level observer he understood that it was mathematical in the in the degrees in the way that he had approached in the way that he seen the whole sport of playing basketball He utilized it in such a mathematical way that it built up his mathematical mind. He can take that mindset and apply it to any other profession that he did. And we've seen that through the expression of his artwork when he decided to be able to um, write his story. He got an Oscar for it because he approached it with that mentality. Now, that mathematical thinking and that scientific thinking, we understand that everything in sports is scientific. Everything in sports is mathematics. If you can get the degrees and the angles and understand the plays in a certain way, that's the way you want your children not to be dumb brutes out there. But you want them to be able to see the field to where they can continue to increase right their efficiency on the field. And when they have that mathematical mind, they can take that and they can connect it to anything else that they do in the world. So they're not handicapped from their reliance on a scholarship, their reliance on NFL. They say, wait a minute, now that I play sports, I can take that sports mentality and I can utilize it in any other field that I want to on the planet, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's coding, whatever it may be. Now I got a mindset. So it's up to the parents. And when of course, we got to educate our own children because we can't rely on the system to say, if you're going to get into sports, I need you to look at it in a mathematical way. I need you to understand. Oh shit. We done fell off the live, man. I don't even think it was. It was not even a full hour. And it got us off the live. But it's good. It's good though. We was going in, people. Let me pause for a second. Yeah, man. I, 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 that's just, it's, it's super important to change the mentality of how we go towards it um, because it, it sets up our children's mentality in a way that it becomes an asset for them forever. And that first asset, you know, comes from human capital, our knowledge. Like, just from our knowledge, we can produce products. You understand me? I can take my knowledge, something that didn't exist before I thought of it, and I can turn it into a product, make money off of it. You understand me? That ability for us to convert our experience into products, our knowledge into products, that's something that we have to be trained to understand our intellectual property. And once you can get these children to understand, like, don't you know your story is powerful? Don't you know your perspective is powerful? Don't you know the knowledge that you can conjure up in your mind whether you're writing a book? You understand me? Whether you're teaching, this is creating product out of thin air, out of, out of, out of mental output. So once we change that aspect of thinking, they start thinking, okay, well, how can I utilize the value of myself to start producing, rather than looking for somebody else to notice the value that's within me? You understand me? Now, that's the true power to where our children not relying on nothing. They're looking at human capital. You understand me? Mental capital and saying that, wait a minute, I produce value for me. But if we don't teach them how to know their own value, then of course, they just become relying on a system that can't do nothing for them. At this point in time, look, education system is a a blur. It's it's bullshit. You know what I mean? But it's nothing wrong with education. You understand me? Of course, education is a lifelong study, journey, and duty of all people on the planet Earth. So now we get the ability to say, okay, let's let let him 500. Let's have him at 12 o'clock. Let's put one of his training uh, modules on there. So if I'm homeschooling my children, then they're going to be learning from him at 2 o'clock. This is their class curriculum. Now they're getting some game that they can utilize at a young age. You understand me? All right, at 3 o'clock, you know you're taking Keys course, right? So now, if you're homeschooling your children, you can take them all out of public education, put them in homeschool, and then give them training modules from the thought leaders that's teaching and giving them access to game. This creates an entire different generation that... It's so abundantly ahead of the last that they create the world that we've been wanting to see all along.
1: Mm, you know what? You just, and it, it takes conversations like this, right? Yes, sir. Because you just created
0: my next course. Mm.
1: You just created my next course that I'm going to put out for quite close to nothing or at cost for high school kids and high school kids, 16 years old. And 14 to 16, that's getting ready to make that transition on that's ways right. that they need to think when it comes to finances before they go to college. And to put that out there for parents to be able to sit down and, and instill this in them. Because what's needed is that that's needed. That curriculum is needed. And I think that's going to be like a free course that I do as, as just like a giveaway to just put back the information that's needed in the ways that they need to think. Because I look back when I was 18, my mom knew I, I couldn't go to school. So she automatically put me in the real estate field. She put me in network marketing and exposed me to other entrepreneurs and exposed me to people that was living, you know, the, the life that I want. I have uh, Lamborghinis taped on my damn mirror in my bathroom. She knew who I was and what I desired. But one thing she told me earlier was that, listen, college is not gonna make you the money, the, the life that you want. If you don't, if the, the money that you wanna make and the life that you wanna live, you're not gonna get it going to college. <laughs> being an engineer not going to get you the life that you think is going to get you my mom got a double master so she understood it. nah I made the mistake already and that put me 10 years ahead of everybody else my age because somebody was there to teach me who already went through and was like uh uh-uh, uh that ain't the way we gonna go this, this way nah <laughs> I'm 40 years old college didn't get me where I wanted to go Nah, so we're gonna change, tra- we're gonna transition, we're gonna put you on another path. And that changed my whole dynamic of my life. And so now that exactly what you just said, just exactly sparked that damn, this whole time, I'm not even thinking about me at 16, 18, the mindset that my mom was able to give me because mm-hmm. there's so many people that can't give that mindset to their kids. But I can give it to the adults to help them instill their kids at an early age. And that's where we start to actually push and make that push on our community to start shifting, especially the athletes, because yeah. the athletes are easiest
0: to train. Man, we can create a digital – I mean, we already have digital schools, but to create a monopolistic idea of a digital school to where this is – we created like the Harvard, where not only are these individuals have their own separate institutions that you can go to and enroll in, but they created a, 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 a institution that's a digital asset that you can enroll in. All of the thought leaders have their own modules and their own classes on there. And this is elite level shit right here. So this takes a lot of the pressure off on the parents that don't have the information. They don't have that ability to teach. They never was taught it. They got to work. They're trying to figure things out. So we take some of that pressure, levy off on them and say, look, let's all come together. You teach a subject, you teach a subject, you teach a subject, you teach a subject. Let's bring it together. You understand me? Have this leading, cutting-edge school online that gives them the mental. You understand me? They give them the manhood, the womanhood. They give them the credit, the real estate. They give them all these soft skills, hard skills that they can use for the rest of their life. And if your children Let's go through it. this course, they're prepared more than ninety-nine percent of the world.
1: Yo, we gotta do it.
0: Mm-hmm. We got,
1: we got, we, we got the group. We yeah. got the
0: group. Let's do it man. That 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 shit that's that's one that's that's one in the game. Cuz like I'm about to do a tour out in the UK. They want me to come um be the ambassador for this manhood academy out there and basically create like a foreign exchange student program between um black children out here to go to Africa, African children out here to go out there, children in the UK to come out here, Brazil back and forth. So we we'll be working with the queen. Yo, of, hold on. We gotta yeah. stop
1: right there. That's a clap. Y'all need to drop a hundred in there, man, because that's nature, bro. Yeah. That's man. a major accomplishment. It's bro. gonna
0: be beautiful. Like, y'all need
1: to drop a hundred there, man. That's 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 a major accomplishment, bro. Like I salute you on that. That's nature. That's you. major. So, so,
0: So the idea behind it is, is that, you know, for one, we can only see ourselves as a minority if we're not connected to the majority, right? Like there's more black people across the planet Earth than any other people, but you only have a minority mindset when you're not connected to the majority of black people across the planet. Because the moment you become connected, where the fuck is the minority at? We just dis- we just disconnected through land masses, but literally it's not the land masses, it's our connection to self that we can't see each other. You understand me as brother and sister, so that's the reason we got to go back two, 3,000 years to Egypt to revel in their accomplishments when literally... Black men and black women have created everything in America that we appreciate from the stoplights to the cell phone, to the internet, to the goddamn super soaker. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? We everywhere. So it's like we got to, if we can't see each other as brothers and sisters, then we can't connect. So that's an important aspect. But now that we have these virtual tools, we can educate children in Africa, America, the US, Jamaica, Brazil, anywhere there's blacks. And we can be streaming this this line of knowledge and consciousness and we can raise the next generation up to where they're so far ahead because the parents never had this opportunity. But the beautiful thing about it, this is gonna be a parent and child school because this is information they both need to know and learn. And the beauty of you teaching the parent and child, they can share perspective to each other. So in school, they always taught us the slave master reality, basically the authoritarian and the one and, and, and that who has to concede to the authority, meaning that the teacher speaks over you, they stand over the classroom, it's the classroom setting, so everybody sits down You can't talk to your neighbor, which means you can't share information. If you share information, then that's considered cheating. We took that process in real life and we stopped sharing information with each other. We can cheating in these tests of life. Right now, if there was a tribal sense of school, then in a tribal sense, let's say you go to Africa, you have an older person, you have the young person in the class, you have a person in middle. The reason that this is so important is because it allows them to share perspective. Instead of everybody being in the same age and the same level, they can't really give each other information and knowledge that increases them, right? So now you got a young person in class with an elder person that's not in the same grade. They listen to the same information, but now they got an increased perspective of wisdom, a perspective of the younger generation, and they got their own perspective, so now they can see things at a level that the teacher can't stop their growth. So when you tell a person, no, I only have a fourth grade perspective and learn this way, then that stunts, their growth. So when we change our own education system and say, no, we can teach these children about anything we want at whatever age and allow them to grow at whatever rapid pace that they can. Instead of stunting their growth so they can graduate to the next level and become technical thinkers, learning how to memorize things and do things as is which leaves them with a stuck technical thinking because if they're not told what to do then they don't know what to do. So now the rebellious children today are so beautifully inclined to be able to take entrepreneurship and run with it because they were already not used to taking instructions. So when social media came, they said, oh, I'm going to use it my way. You understand me? I don't need instructions. You told me to use it as a platform for photo sharing. Fuck that! I'm about to build up my career path. You understand me? I'm about to I'm about to be abstract with it. I'm about to be creative with it. And so now you people are seeing a pathway to create millions, gain influence, gain power because we didn't listen. And as long as you have that abstract entrepreneurship to you, then you can utilize any of these tools in whatever aspect that you want to. Because you're gonna utilize them for your best resource. So yeah, man, I think that we should hey, you, get you imagine. Wait, you imagine, right? It's because we in the we in that we right there in that groove between the young and the
1: old, yeah that older generation. Is that being able to, to teach on different platforms and pushing the bar to where we make some of the we put some of it to where you gotta learn TikTok lessons. Right. So you go yeah, you're gonna get some knowledge, but guess what, mom? Right? If I sat here and I gave it to you direct and you had to sit here and read take notes, mind you're going to overshadow this kid. Right. But when it comes time that you got to learn and you got to get on TikTok to get one of these lessons, guess who the ruler now? Right. You're not the authority figure no more. Baby boy, the authority Absolutely. figure. Because now, He's going to teach you on TikTok. We're going to talk about some Fortnite stuff. Let's get it to where the kids is the authority figure teaching you. So now they have that pride and we can't diminish that and push it down. Like, no, I'm the authority. I know. No, let them be that. Let them be the, the leader on certain lessons right. to where they're going to walk you through and understand things. When it comes to Facebook, you got that right. But when it comes to Snapchat, most of the parents not going to understand it. Like these kids don't understand how to use Snapchat and the different things to, to make the messages disappear and how to hold on and save messages and, it's, it's gonna change the game, especially when we include today's society. We're not teaching like we did ten years ago, five years ago. How we was taught. We gonna let's put something together to where it's like, nah. Let's put the kids in power, and so certain days the kids gonna be in power. Certain days the adults gonna be in power on certain lessons. And then when it comes to using social media, it has to be included. So when it comes to like LinkedIn, okay, adults have the Adults don't even get it on LinkedIn. Y'all gonna both struggle together, right? When it comes <laughs> to monopolizing on LinkedIn, right. But parents got Facebook, right? Facebook is is y'all got that. But TikTok, you talking? Um, it's another one out there, like TikTok, something similar to it. But you know, Twitch, all these other little games that the kids is hit to, put them on it, but make it financial. I mean, you know, educational to where we teaching the lessons there, and we we we
0: we shift that 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 power barrier between them, yeah. And, and, and that creates a greater level of connection with the parents, with their children. Cause now they can talk about the same thing, they have stuff in common, you understand me? And, and instead of them feeling like, oh, there's such a huge gap between me and my mom or me and my dad, to where, yeah, you can utilize I see very cool parents that do the dances with their children on TikTok. That's amazing. And that creates memories that their child can be like, oh, my parent is not too old to kick it with me, to talk with me. So now, when they want to have a question on something, they got to go outside their household to have it, and they're having it with conversations with children online. That's basically what you realize or not are helping raise your children. You understand me? If, if, if they're not coming to you, they have questions. Children are fucking inquisitive. Who you help, Who else you think is answering their questions for them? Your child is quiet. That's not a good thing. Especially in a world where they have access to technology and they can talk to anybody. So now when they come back to you with questions and confusion, you're not knowing who the source of their influence is. You understand me? Not realizing the whole time you think that this is your nat- your child's natural development, but they were influenced by some child or maybe even some grown person. Now they add adding that element into your household. You don't know nothing about this. So now it's hard for you. You say, I'll just accept my child as is or whatever it may be. But not knowing the source of it don't allow you to get to the root of the influence. So now that's not their natural growth. That's not organic if another influence came in. So the goal becomes you supposed to be in that sphere of influence the entire time. Know what's going on with your children. Be at their level. Be at, above their level. Be a friend. Be a parent. Be a peer. You know what I'm talking about? Tap in and never destroy their creativity because they're going to need that as a hard skill for the rest of their life. In this world that's constantly changing, you gotta be creative to keep using these tools in ways that's keeping engagement and being able to create your own job. This it's, it's, it's a it's the hardest and easiest time to be an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, yeah, not all the way facts, bro. And that's look, that's hundred man. Like we've been on here for a minute. It's one thirty on over here on this time. So look, like the conversation has been, been game changing. You know, we all about action. So. Definitely gonna get together. We got our, our groups and stuff that we're gonna connect in, mm-hmm. and you know, let's let's we're gonna get connected. Um, because now nah, this definitely was a shift, and this this is the reason why I jumped on when I seen it is because I knew that the way that you think is different, like the, the, the thought process, bro. So I appreciate it. I seen that you got the thing uh, open tomorrow, so yes, big ups on that. So yeah, but we're gonna connect. Um, we definitely gonna get connected so the people got something to actually y'all sat here and watch this manifest like yeah. now. So if you see it come later you understand exactly where it stemmed from and where it came from. But, all right, peace, brother, love. I'm about to go ahead and get off.
0: Yes, yeah, sir, man. Go ahead and get you some rest. It's still earlier out right. here, man. <laughs> all right, boss. All right. Man, I'm going to put his uh, his ad up there. Make sure y'all follow him. Um, at him 500. You feel me? Let me put that right there. So, yeah, y'all can follow, bro. we get tapped in uh beautiful monumentally important very great engaging conversation um y'all already know listen it should be a million people on this live listening unfortunately we are reactive people we like bullshit uh we like gossip we like distractions we like things that don't feed our family and build generational wealth unfortunately we are addicted to the liabilities we're not addicted to the assets so therefore we're not inclined to intellectual, positive, stimulating conversations that can really change your life in the course of our world. Um, but see, it's like the selfishness that comes along with this, even with people that sit here and listen um, and listen to the podcast. I know a lot of you all listen to the podcast and you listen to every single one and you have to keep sharing, have to keep putting your peoples on. They're going to get tired of you telling them about him 500. They're get tired of you telling them about 19 Keys and they're going to finally break down and listen So every time a person get on, they might not have heard something that they liked the first time. But the next time they might have heard just the joy that they needed and then it clicks. And it makes it easier for you to grow with your family, grow with your friends when y'all are um, listening to the same information and knowledge. You understand me? Because now y'all tapped into the same source. So y'all can grow on that because you have a baseline to start doing your connections. So yes, I'm here in Oakland.